This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. I don't know if people could tell from your voice, but uh, from your look, attitude. You had attitude on that one. Attitude? Yeah. That was an attitude one. That's what I felt like anyway. From the look. I don't know if people could tell from the voice. So I'm gonna be so excited when I get to say uh black belt Ooh, as yeah. a student. Yeah, coming I up. guess I mean do I do I still count as a student if I Oh yeah, have my yeah black always, belt? always. Yep. Yes. Student, still forever a student. I guess yeah. I should also say student. Student and a, assistant yeah, instructor. Assistant and I should student. say student and head instructor. That's right. We should all just say all student. Just student. I mean, that's just, we're all students at Disciple. Aikido. Disciple of Aikido. All right. So, hey, uh, we passed the 200 mark. Where are we now? Two. Are we at 300 yet? Have we yeah. got there? <laughs> what? I think it's 203, maybe? Okay. 203. Right. Good. So, I had an idea. I'd be 204. Um, for I'm this week. Sure. I don't know. We'll have to kind of play it by ear and see how it goes, but, um, and I think it's uh, kind of specific to what we do here. But I think it's might be specific to what a lot of martial artists, where a lot of martial artists find themselves now, and it's the idea of being uh, content creators, right? And and putting out content in addition to whatever else it is that we do as, as martial artists and, and how that kind of uh, can affect what we do, the pros and cons of it. So I know obviously we do this uh, podcast and that's what's a week and that's just something we have to do every week. And so there's a certain amount of um, responsibility, a certain amount of like pressure to make sure that we have a episode every week and that we have a topic every week and you know that kind of thing. Uh, I know, Chris, you make videos that you're doing all the time and you're putting stuff out either for your patrons or on YouTube and stuff. And I think at a certain point, you you can become – it can become a situation where you're just feeding the beast, so to speak, right? You're just – because that's how content create, creation works, right? Like if you don't have content, you don't exist. So you have to have content. And how much con- maybe how much content is too much content? How do you sort of meet it out in a way so that you're not just wasting people's time? Um, I don't know. I just think there's some there might be some cool things to talk about, seeing that it, we're we're a podcast, but also seeing that that's kind of where <clears throat> martial arts are moving now, right? Where um, where you're moving from having uh, uh, pe- instructors to people who are creating content mm-hmm. around this thing mm-hmm. i don't know so that's my idea take it where you may yeah it's it's funny like i really felt that um pretty intently i think kind of the the heart of what josh is getting at um in the middle of covid somewhere because um you know when covid hit uh i was really upset because i couldn't run my school and i was like i need to do something so it wasn't too long i mean it's maybe a month yeah. maybe i don't even think a month and i was like you know we have a backlog of videos i'm gonna edit all those videos and just start putting them out to youtube and so like for a while i put out a video on youtube every day and um because i had a backlog of stuff so i just every day i put up a video and then um i started getting to where i was like oh i don't have a backlog anymore so i need to record 
new videos to put up. So I was doing that. And so then I was like, well, I have to slow it down because it's not just me having to edit the videos anymore. It's me having to come up with the idea, shoot the video and edit the video. And that's a lot more. So it's like, okay, well, so now we're going to go to, you know, I think it was three times a week and then it was once a week. And now I don't even really worry about YouTube. And the reason why I don't worry too much about YouTube is because I really realized that I had kind of got caught up in the more I sensationalized my YouTube videos, the more people watched them. So the more I called them, you know, versus something or talked about, you know, some sensational part of Aikido. And so like at first that was kind of easy to do those because it was like, oh, I've got lots of things to say about this or that or this. And then I started realizing that like the video, like when I was thinking up good topics, like what I was thinking first of what would hit the algorithm. And what would like a lot of people want to watch and talk about? And so then it would it would project me further. And I was like, oh, no, I'm throwing on the brakes because like I realized that it was no longer about me making Aikido content that I thought was good. I was starting to appease someone that I didn't give a shit about. Right. right? Which was just like some guy who wanted to like go MMA rocks, Aikido sucks or something, you know, like yeah, and I, whatever I, it is. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't care yeah. about that person being angry or happy or sad. I mean, they're just, you know, no, I, I wish them no ill will. But also like I just, you know. I want to talk about Aikido, and if you're interested in it, cool. And if you're not, then yeah, it's funny how you, you know, didn't intentionally set out to do that either. But partway through, you found yourself sort of becoming driven to what would hit the algorithm right. How would how can I get more views? Even passively thinking that way, and like social media is just built so well for us to get motivated by seeing those numbers rise. Right, like even people that don't set out to to start doing that kind of it's not hard to get reeled in, you know? Right. Well, and I also think that, like, you didn't set out to be a content creator either, nope. necessarily, right? Like, you, you, it wasn't like uh, you're, you're setting out to do these these videos. It was like you were doing the videos as a, as a means to the other end, which is like getting the word out about Aikido. Right. At some point, that sort of flips. Right. And, that's and, right. and I think that's because that's what it, that's what it is. That's what the... The beast is if you want to get into um, content content creation, what you have to do if you're if you have a patron, uh, you know, if if you have a podcast, if you have a YouTube page, you have to because if you don't, you don't exist. Right. Right. It's all about consistency. And so, for instance, I don't think anyone would be listening to this podcast if every month we maybe posted one or maybe we didn't. Or maybe right. You've you got know, to put. You have to have a regular. Rhythm. You have, and that's have, one thing I totally learned about all this stuff is the more regular your schedule is, the more you will build an audience. You know, and like I guarantee you, if this podcast was two times a week, or right. you know something like that, or we did like a crazy period where we did it once a day and we put it on YouTube, and you know we could we could manipulate this podcast so it would do a whole lot better than it does. And I just I just don't give a shit about that. You know, right. and also it's a lot of work. Right. Yeah. And also you have to, you know, there is that thing of like um, playing, playing the game a little bit or playing to the audience. Sure. Or, and, know, and that's what you have to do because, pleasing. you know, there's only so many people who are into niche, weird Aikido yeah. shit, right? Like this yeah. podcast is niche, weird Aikido shit. And so like there's only so many people who care about that. And like there's a lot more people who care about like martial arts movies and martial arts pop culture and like you know sport martial arts and so like you know it's like you have to start including that stuff if you want your podcast to be popular or your videos or whatever you know and then it starts getting further and further away from what you personally are interested in you know i kind of want to talk about this and this is maybe more 
less related to Aikido, but just in general, talking about the relationship, like what is a content creator? What is an artist? Is there a spectrum between artists? Because I think, so when I think about artists, I think about people that are driven to create art because they feel the need to express something, Mm -hmm. whether something personal or something about being a human or whatever the heck. Um, And they do it, I mean, I think, true artists do it because they enjoy making the art and it, or not even enjoy but they, they it can't does survive otherwise right, right. it does I something often, for them i often hear like you'll often hear like artists talk about like yeah that's the they do it because they're they can't not do it right, right. and i think that um you know obviously people have a lot of opinions about what true art is and very like this this sort of pure ideal um but i think there's a, a step sort of to the side of that i won't say better or worse or anything but where you're an artist a person who does create something because you care about it and it is your passion and you want to express something Um, but you also are interested in a relationship between yourself and the people who consume the stuff you create sure and there's a back and forth that happens between, you know, musicians is a perfect, like famous musicians is a perfect example where it's like, though they're trying to express their musical, you know, idea, they also want to make their fans happy on some level and, and enjoy the relationship between their art and their audience. Mm-hmm. And then I think a content creator is kind of one step further in that direction, which is I create the thing that I create and it maybe did start out as something that I created because I wanted to create it. Mm-hmm. But then I am now sort of picked up this thing as my title, which is I create content and I am mostly motivated to please whoever my audience is. Mm-hmm. And that is my primary objective. Mm-hmm. And there's less of a balance between that and my own motivation. And I wonder sort of, where a lot of people fall on that spectrum with different things and how what what are the pitfalls of different areas of that i would bet there are very 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 few artists who don't have some element of that uh, art whoring right so like right. you have like, to yeah. to survive yeah i had a friend who was I a mean, graphic just... designer and into doing uh, her own thing and uh, she was also a graphic designer and she said she called um, graphic designers the whores of the art world And I thought that was a really good and like really astute term for it because it's like in order to create good graphic art, you have to be an artist. But graphic art by its nature, aside from like Andy Warhol, is commercial, you know, and and even Andy Warhol is commercial. But, you know, it's like this kind of thing going on. And so like she is using her art talent to create something that someone else can make a lot of money at and she's getting paid to do that, you know? Right. And so it's like, it's not, you know, she doesn't want to sell surf laundry detergent. She doesn't care about surf laundry detergent, right. but she's a creative person. So when you say, hey, what can you do with surf? She comes up with seven great ideas and one right. of them will make her, you know, a salary for the year. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. and I, I think if you look throughout history, you will see tons of portraits of a rich person's daughter or, you know, um, a, a rich family's dogs or a famous castle because a rich person paid an amazing artist to make that shit that, you know, later now we look at and they're like, oh, this 
portrait of whoever, Lady Gwendolyn, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, she wasn't a ravishing beauty and she wasn't really amazing. She didn't do anything great, but the but guy painting it was awesome. Was, right. Someone was paying him to do it. And right. So, and so yeah. he hoard his talents out so he could make some money because the shit he wants to do is weird. Right. You know, yeah. like it's like right. nobody it's wants to nobody wants to look at your fucking whatever pictures, but that's right. And there's yeah. rare people like, you know, say Pablo Picasso, who within their lifetime managed to like make their shit popular. Right. And so they get to do their shit and it's popular, you know. Yeah. And and I think I mean, especially in today's world, like though it is easier now more than ever to find your audience and people that are interested in your particular brand of weird bullshit like so where you oh, can yeah, right. kind of be more of an artist who's niche like, is what it's all about right these days, you know and so like it is easier now so if say you're a um sculpture person and you create sculptures of you know gnomes in the nude you know uh -huh. like something fucking High random art, you know course, yeah. like there's gonna be some people <laughs> there's gonna be <laughs> everyone's some... got a few <laughs> i would totally own some of those gnomes in the nude gnomes i like that nude. title alone yeah. how I'm about picturing... a calendar of gnomes yeah, in the nude Maya? i love that uh i'm picturing like a little gnome like brushing his teeth and like right, right, uh, right. with his butt hanging out yeah exactly um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this is all coming from my mindscape. I feel like you're learning mindscape. something about me. Um, but so anyway, there's there's people on the internet who will go, fuck yes, I want to buy that. Yeah, I want to support this person who's creating that art. Right. So in some ways, it's easier now than ever before for people to stay more true to their art and get paid at least something for it. Or, right. you know, who right, right, knows right. about like a lavish lifestyle. Sure. But, but you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is why I turned to Patreon, you know, because like YouTube, honestly, I'm making probably as much money from YouTube as I am from Patreon, even though I put way more work into my Patreon stuff now than I put into my YouTube stuff um, because pay uh, YouTube's bigger. But yeah, yeah, I also yeah. have to appeal to a, a kind of people that I don't care as right, much about, right? right? And so, you like, gotta do the YouTube thing, exactly right. And yeah. so, like, I make a few of those videos that are like, you know, oh, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, you can come check me out over here. But my Patreon video, I think most people would find those boring yeah. unless you're into niche Aikido like right. I am. But because it's a small community who are into that kind of stuff, they come and they're into it. And we have a good time, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, I think there's another thing that, that we're kind of hovering around right now, which is the word entertainment. Uh-huh. And I think for what you're interested in, you're primarily interested in talking about the system of Aikido. And that's not necessarily entertaining. Right. It's just information that you're wanting to share and you're wanting to talk to like-minded people who are interested in your approach. And that while that may have some natural entertainment value it doesn't have much because right, it's mostly it <laughs> it's mostly about learning right because yeah. you, that's wouldn't, exactly you right. wouldn't even be able to understand it if you didn't have some cursory knowledge that's exactly of what, right what's that's exactly going right. on yeah, and, and like while i have fun in class i wouldn't necessarily say i'm at class for entertainment uh -huh. you know i think you know our podcast for example is much more entertaining than any of my videos but uh, uh i've had a friends listen to this and be like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> right. I, yeah. They're a right. bunch of words I often, you don't know. So right. I often, I do, I have other uh, things that I do, other podcasts and different things that I do, and, and we always sort of like plug whatever. Um, and I always feel weird in a way plugging this because I'm like, yeah, unless you're into martial arts and, and or specifically Aikido, you're not going to be. <laughs> not, right. your, not your bad. You know, it's, you, I mean, there may be some people listening out there who, don't care about and just love to hear us talk yeah if that's you thank you but yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think it's like, like the main thing is the Aikido or martial arts because we have some listeners that are not Aikido people in yeah, specific, yeah, yeah. but they art, are yeah, yeah. passionate about martial arts. I doubt we have one regular listener who's not a martial art nerd. You know, right, like, yeah, yeah you're right. Definitely. It might not be Aikido, but it's like, oh, I They're love martial, martial arts. Yeah. Right. And then there's like a little side dish of entertainment right, to it as right. well that you always kind of get. We just throw that in. Yeah, just yeah. a little. Just, little just we got to give you guys some pepper. <laughs> but so I think with, with content creators, like there's something. So like I think nowadays most people talking, using the word content creator, other than people who call themselves content creators, I think most people kind of use it with a slightly negative connotation. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a content creator. Mm-hmm. Um because there is this connotation of like you're doing it all for someone else's pleasure and enjoyment yeah, and not for your own artistic it's enjoyment. like private corporatism yeah you know like like i mean the shit we talk about corporate shit and why we hate it is because it's like made for a broad audience and that's what we're doing as individuals i i yeah i wouldn't when i brought that up i'm not necessarily using it as i wouldn't negative. i wouldn't put it in a negative thing i'm just saying content creator like because i think everyone actually in some way is a content creator if they use are on instagram or tiktok or even like if they have whatever. a weird channel like followed by one person like whatever yeah, even, even if it's you. just your friends and you're tweeting right. out like you, yeah you're creating, you're creating content for each other like everyone's sort of creating content and so i feel like you know even this podcast we're content creating oh like, for sure yeah. yeah we are creating content so that's kind of i'm using it in a very broad right broad yeah. way right, 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 right. just to describe this idea of like putting out digital like creating digital content for people however that is right right and and so i think even though i wouldn't say that we're uh, content creators in the same way that a lot of people who are doing it you on youtube or other things are doing our numbers would suggest that well right Uh, (laughs) because of the intent of it right you know like our intent we are definitely like a more of an informational more of an educational channel or whatever if you were looking at the 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 aikido fresno channel than some other but it's still content creation. Oh, you know, totally. And like... I meant that more like I don't I didn't necessarily think that you meant it in a like a negative connotation necessarily. But I wanted to acknowledge that it is, a lot of right, people right. use it I, in I, like I, a sort of like slightly disparaging way. Um, but what I was going to mention is that like I kind of think it's great because it's so honest about it, like. Right. You make stuff. I'm making right. stuff. And and like Josh is saying, we all make con- like the whole social media is based on all of us being the content like that's what corporations are are banking on is that we all make the content for each other right and and that's sort of mixed now because you do have these like corporate you know pages that people follow or youtube sites you know like um like the bon appetit website Mm -hmm. that used to be you know people would follow that and that's like a like a corporate thing like a an entity that was creating content for people but mostly it is individuals doing their thing black belt magazine they got a they got a uh online presence we need to follow i wonder if they have like content creators like black belt oh i'm i would guess i'm just do. i don't know like, I... who can we get hooked up with to give oh. us some money to <laughs> put our pocket you know yeah, but see if we did that then we'd have to start making shit we didn't want to make that's you know like made. and that's the thing is like the broader your audience is then the more money you make but the broader your audience is the more broad your subjects and what you talk about is, and the more shitty that is because it's like, well, that broad shit has been said a million times, you know? 
Yeah, and I think, it, I mean, what Chris has kind of come up against a lot, or at least what he's said that he's come up against, is the broader, the more people watch his videos. So, for example, if he, he recently had a video that, that, you know, hit the algorithm sort of right, and so it kept going. Um, you get a lot of people that don't sort of understand the intention or the message of the video and don't understand the sort of the background, the intent with which the video was made. And so you get a lot of people who sort of are jumping in with no background and aren't really willing to give any any of that background uh, the time of day. And so they are generally sort of in a shit your mindset. Right. And even though it's great because it's like, oh, I got, you know, this many views on the video. It's like, but the, they weren't very quality views. And right. a lot of the people, like the comments that they leave are really sort of shitty. Like, Honestly, like, yeah. Aikido but, sucks. That's a comment I've right. gotten many, many times. And it's like comments that like literally have nothing to do with the video right. and and everything to do like you know just people saying like your face is ugly, you right. know, or sure. like your beard yep. sucks, or yep. you know shit that no like, one said my beard sucks. Come on, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like with if that they kind did, of bullshit, he would have deleted that. Comment. Yeah, I did. immediately. No one would ever know that it was made. So <laughs> unless you were looking over my shoulder. You don't know that anyone said that. But like, you know, the kind of like shittiness that like really tells you that there's they're 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 not they're not really giving the video any time of day. Like any right, any right. There's no thoughtful process. There's no openness. On, you know? And yeah. it is another thing, I mean, this is why I'm a shitty content creator is like, you know, I for example have all my comments, I have to read them before they go out and I have to approve them or not because comments like aikido sucks it's like well that there's no there's nothing to that there's nothing to talk about there's nothing to it's nothing's being said it's not interesting you know and so it's like i just delete it because it's like well anyone looking at this that's annoying for them to read so i just get rid of it but that's bad for me as a content creator because the more comments i have the more it hits the algorithm right, hard. Right, right. And so it's like I'm constantly doing shit to sabotage myself because i care about what i'm making you know and so like right. It, I think like this, you know, when you use the word content creator, which I definitely am a content creator, um, I am I personally feel more like a craftsman who I try to make good things right. that represent something that I think is valuable in the world. And so like if I'm putting out something that isn't doing that, well, then I think that's shit because it didn't have value to it. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. if I was a good content creator, like just purely volume, 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 if it gets a lot of views, then it gets a lot of views then and it, that's great, right, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of the, like, especially so talking about like deleting the comments, you know, I think, I think you could, you could hear that and go, why do you, why, why do you bother deleting the comments? Who cares? You know, let the people decide for themselves what they think of the video. And even if there's lots of shitty comments, smart people will look at it and understand what's really going on. And I think that is true, but I think you have some people in the middle that are people that would be fairly open-minded to your message and are fairly intelligent, but people, myself included, everyone is easily affected by like group think and easily like swayed, yeah. swayed by the things that people say about things i find myself do this this is a super weird thing sometimes when i'm on tiktok i will find myself looking at how liked a video is before so i you like look it. at it before you're like oh, should i like this yeah and it's super and i'm like what the fuck is going on that. with me where like 
I don't know why I'm taking into account how many other people liked this video right, right. in order for me to like it. But right. if I'm being completely honest, like that is sort of my brain kind of does that for a second. Right. I think there's an honest part of like wanting to know what's popular so you can kind of get a gauge of what's going on in the world by doing yeah, that. I think that's totally. fair. But it doesn't mean that the content you're seeing is good or not. It just means right. a lot of people are interested in this for some reason. Right. right. So, so I think when you, you know, allowing a bunch of those comments to be on there is like you're giving those people a platform to speak on your page and that might not necessarily be the kind of voices and information that you want to be on that on your space because your youtube's page is your little corner you know and you know for me like i i have lots of comments on my videos that are negative like you know people said something negative but i thought the negative points were good right you know like i hate your video because xyz and it's like oh you took the time to put x y and z right and give me a second to rebut that we can have a conversation about it right and then that's really fun i like to do that personally read through the comments see what people say exactly see if there's a back and forth because sometimes there's a back and forth within uh the comments so not you like so sometimes you respond but other times other people respond and go like hey did you watch the video right right or hey he says this or you know so which is really nice right because then you have a conversation and then that seems to be a little more in line with like what we actually are trying to do right exactly right have a discussion and that's exactly the whole point is to like you're putting those videos on YouTube because one you think you have ideas that are worth sharing but two because you like Aikido and you want it to spread and for people to see the positives of it and to look at it realistically and to see it holistically right 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 and and i think that so i was thinking about like rokus for example in comparison because he's definitely like the leading like content aikido content yeah i think he's probably got the most i think so the most yeah and i've noticed that he because i'll look at his stuff um from time to find time and I, i i find it fun to kind of see what he's what he's up to what he's posting and I've noticed that he really doesn't delete any of the negative comments, or at least the ones that I see. You know, there's a, a, a good mix of good and bad. And I think that's very good for him as a content creator because, like you said, that helps him hit the algorithm better. But I also think it makes sense with what his goal is because he's trying to have this page that's um, where you're kind of carving out a small niche and saying, anybody who's willing to talk with me, come in here. Rokus, it's more like... um more like a public forum like hey Anyone everybody wants to look at it yeah right. exactly hey everybody anybody come in and we're going to we're going to you know address more of the common concerns right, right, more right, of right. the um, baseline ideas that are out there about aikido and he kind of hits it more at that general perspective yeah. i think that approach is really an awesome approach in lots of ways cuz like you know you're going to get to more people yeah, that way totally. and so like that's the temptation is like when you're making it, it's like well i would get to more people if i just did this you know if i just if i if i put one a shitty disparaging comment in the title of this video that will get you know 20,000 more people to look at the video maybe maybe i should do that right yeah and I think there's like, like I said, I think that it, for the purpose that he seems to be setting out to do, he's doing it well, um, based on, you know, leaving, uh, those, those comments open and creating videos that are more generally palatable. Right. Like right. he's, he's achieving his goal of, right, doing, of talking to the, like, yeah. a bigger group of people about Aikido. And I think, I don't know, we can talk about it, but I think that might be a net positive for Aikido on the Yeah, whole. I think it is. I think it totally is. Um, I mean, yeah, I think anytime you you have uh, a video with the word Aikido in it, like whatever. It's a net positive, yeah. 
But I also think, you know, it does get frustrating sometimes when you see, like, the things pop up that maybe don't represent things in the most positive light or, or you know, it becomes a little difficult because you're like, ah. especially for me, I'm like, ah, I wouldn't have done it that way. Yeah. I, I think it's Barnum who you know? said, uh, all, all press is good press. Yeah, yeah, right. That, you know, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and I mean, no I, name, yeah. I think that's, yeah, there's no bad press, no, whatever it whatever, is. Yeah. yeah. I, but it's like, I, that's a really true statement where it's like, as long as people are talking about you, they're talking about you. And so that makes you relevant. And that relevancy right. allows you leverage that you can use to do all kinds of because stuff. Because here's the truth about it. Someone looks it up and, and they see Aikido and on whatever video they see and they think whatever they think about it. There's a chance that they're going to to go further with that. Do mm-hmm. another search, mm-hmm. 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 define the terms a little more, come up with other stuff and maybe some at some point stumble upon something we've done or something you know right so i think yeah it it, it is a net positive i think yeah. for for the most part this is a you know i i don't really know if i'm just talking too much about myself here but but like for me i personally feel like aikido blew up too fast and like that blowing up too fast is kind of what fucked us right so like you know steven seagal getting really popular made it there's a ton of people who like i know aikido I haven't investigated it personally, and I don't personally understand what it means, but yeah, I know Aikido, so I can open a school. And then we got a ton of people teaching Aikido that, like, don't really know exactly what it is, right? Like, for themselves, I mean, you know, like, they haven't really explored, like, I teach so-and-so system. And so that's why we have so much, like, what is Aikido? And it's, 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 that is the reason we have this podcast. It's the reason that Josh Gold had the Aikido in crisis, you know, all of that comes from this, like, we can push it out there. Well, let's push it out there, and then it's like, well, we don't even know what we have. Right? What, what, it's uh, sort of like right. like like it got top. out there, and then they then yeah. they go like, well, now it's there, and we got to do something with it. What do we do? Right. Like it's sort of like child stars or like teenage stars, where it's like they hit popularity too young, uh-huh. and being in the popularity, like they didn't know who they were, and you're doing all of that in the public eye, and like you know tons of child stars end up spinning out because sure. like they're too they're they're not fully formed people and i think like you're saying aikido wasn't really fully formed yet right. and so it had having all of this outside attention on it sort of blew it up and made it twisted and sort of weird but it's hard when you're like you know uh, i'm a 25 year old black belt and i just moved back from japan and i um i could make a lot of money teaching this because right. it's popular right yeah. now so why don't i do that yeah why why wouldn't you do that right I mean, why wouldn't you do that it totally makes sense like <laughs> i'm gonna hit this even i mean if you had been teaching aikido at that time i'm sure you would have been like all right people want to come do aikido you know i'm, I'm sure i would have <laughs> i'd be a lot more rich than i right. am now right and i think it's the same thing it's it's the that's the same thing when you were talking about content creators and 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 that idea of feeding the beast and really not being attentful to the type of whatever that you're putting in because it's like well I gotta I, I have to have something right because I have to grow this because this is what I'm doing now right, right you know right, right, this right. is this is where I'm I'm I've put my all my eggs in this I, basket my, my yeah, and even if you're, you know, like, even if you're still a, an instructor, you still have a school, like, whatever, you're putting this content out, you want the most people to see it. And so it's like, yeah, I ha- I know that I have to put out 
a video every week or a podcast every week or like whatever. And it becomes it, it and it is difficult to come up with an idea every week that's going to really resonate with people like whatever. Um and so it it is kind of easy to be like, well, I know that if we just talk about how shitty it is, you know, I mean, I, there's topics that we could just hit on that we we would know people would be into. Right. And we could just do it every day, all the time, forever. Well, who knows how, but, you know, and that would be fine. What good does that do for the the overall community? Right. What good does that right. do for right. the art? Right. What good does, like, it might it might be good for us. Um, but how long does that right like play out? But you start to get into the realm of like pure entertainment. So like if you look at someone like Logan Paul, it's like well, you know that guy's got no message. Right, he just is entertaining people, and it, there's nothing wrong with that. People laugh and enjoy his videos or whatever, and 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 that's good for them. You know, I mean, good in like I get to just chill out and watch sure. this stupid video yeah, yeah, that yeah. means nothing. You know, but like if you've got something you're trying to work on. It's like that robs it, right? You know, like so. There's a good guy. Well, I uh, there's a, a skate video channel called Braille uh, Skateboarding, and these guys uh, started out like as a instructional, like like teaching people to skate, and that was their whole thing. Like we want to get as many people to skate, like whatever. And they would go out to skate parks, uh, and they would film videos where they would give uh, skateboarders like skateboards and stuff cool um you know oh this guy who has the worst board in the in the skate park and so they would ask people to show them their boards and whoever had the one that was the most thrash thrash they would give them a new board and like whatever um and but over the years they started doing you know more stuff that was like uh extreme like tricks like you know they have this giant drop in their uh place where they drop off this you know two-story kind of thing or they would do all this kind of stuff and now it's it's become more of this like it's become a, a completely different thing than when it started and it is definitely more uh commercial com- like entertainment right focused right, right. than it is about getting people into skateboarding like it was before right um and so there's all of these you know and they still do some kind of stuff but that to me is a, a really good example of how it works. It's like once you're in, you you kind of just get pulled into yeah. the, the fray of it. Um, and you do the things that you know are going to pay do off well. for That's you. That's exactly right. And I'm sure you change so, so slowly over time that you don't really even notice right. that you're yep. flexing to well, the and, audience. And, and you're also doing stuff that probably to you is fun. Right. You're doing, you know, to you, it's like, oh, this is a great, this is a great idea for a video. And I know that people are going to like it. And it's super fun for us to do. And I'm with my friends and I get to, you know, and so you put out this video. Um, it And it ends up being maybe a little different than, than whatever your original intent was. Um, and they definitely have become now a content creating shit. Like that is the thing more so than. You know, and I think maybe they feed money back into like um, teaching people to skate and like that whole thing, that whole other thing. But that has become a a separate thing for them. They are an entity now that creates content around entertaining trick shit, like skateboarding. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've been in the content creator world long enough now. Maybe for the past, I don't know, ten years or so, um, where it's been really like social media content creator heavy where you have these personalities that people kind of um gravitate towards 
And um, you're starting to see this like pilgrimage of like the post um, post corporate like content creator people. <laughs> well, Man, I don't know. We're going meta. On I know. This. No, like shit. We're getting I don't know. Deep. This is maybe not even related to Taika, but like um, I mentioned Bon Appetit before. They're they're the, yeah. the you know the cooking uh, paper and I, they do all kinds of shit. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. they had a, a YouTube channel and. I've never even fucking watched a Bon Appetit video, um, but I have friends that are really into like cooking and they would always talk about these different personalities and, and they made these videos that were, you know, cooking focused where they would, you know, the the one chick would try to make, you know, these from scratch, um, you know, macaroons or something, you know, art- artisanal and mm-hmm. organic or whatever the fuck. Um, they'd always have these crazy ideas and it was all you know this cute cast of characters that became sort of like a tv show to people you know very much like oh you know like uh like friends or something oh there's raw so there's you know everybody you know has their favorite people um and eventually that sort of became this bubble and it burst because um it turned out that it was like this whole content mill and bon appetit was like forcing these people to work super hard and i saw i watched another one of people from buzzfeed that had left and it was the same thing where like they were forcing the work super crazy long hours i'm out yeah (laughs) can't handle it josh has been being content Content i have been he's been suffering nonstop to the bone every day i'm here doing content for you and i can't stand it anymore but anyway all of that to say that like i think I don't think that that has to be the natural end, but like when you are motivated, like, and the more that you have other people over you telling you, hey, you need to create more content. Hey, you need to create these more, more videos. People want this. People want this. People want this. Like that can only last for so long before you, you buckle. Right. And, you know, I've read multiple things about these different, you know, personalities of people that, that, you know, people were total fans of, but they kind of buckled under this pressure because they were creating so like too many videos for them you to have, really I mean, handle right so you know uh going back to this braille skate but you know they would they would film five or six or seven videos in a day and then yeah. you know they would leak them they would put them out over mm-hmm. the next however long but that would be the thing and so that's like a full-time 100 oh, yeah, job man. you know yeah. which it could be and if you it, wanted to do that i'm sure that we could do that where it was just putting just doing videos every day you know right i had this landlord once um uh from my martial arts school and uh we were talking and he was uh asking me about making my business grow and i i I kind of didn't understand what the fuck he was talking to me because to me understand that my landlord's a simple transaction i pay you x amount of dollars that we agree upon and then i do whatever the fuck i want in that building that i have right my building and so he started talking to me about this and then he was kind of like i i I quickly got the idea that what he saw it was was the more successful i made my business the more he could charge me in rent Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so in essence i was working for him like he saw me as an employee right i have right. this space and you're going to make this space popular because you have people come in right and so then you make more money so then you can pay me more rent and it fucking pissed me off because it's like i work for myself and i just pay you whatever it is you want for that space and then you keep your nose out of my business right. you know and i feel like the same thing happens with algorithms where it's like if if you're trying to hit the algorithm, well, what you're doing is you're working for fucking working YouTube. For exactly right, and YouTube or programmed it else, yeah. so you'd make the kind of content they want, right. and so you're working for them. And it's like all of this is about 
me you know like i mean it's like from my perspective like yeah, yeah. i'm making this because i think this is i think this is valuable whether you think it is or not i don't care and i'll pay you whatever the fee is so i can right, i can right. do my shit here but like it's not about corporate shit you right. know and so like you know when i start getting and, and this is you know my own stubborn ridiculousness because i mean i realize that this is not financially beneficial for me but it's like it gets upsetting when it's like i'm working for this other guy and you've got a trick idea that you're like i'm working for myself but well, yeah especially because you are the kind of person who your whole life was like my goal is to work for myself i want to do martial arts for my life and i'm going to work super hard and save a bunch a bunch of money to buy a martial arts school and do my own goddamn thing right and you know you worked all those years for someone else with the goal of doing that and so now to to have that like realization that you were getting tricked into working for someone else right. again, like I can see how freaking frustrating that would be. Right. Also, I think though on the flip side of that, it's like you know, but the con the content creation side is great because it allows you an extra yes. income stream that you that's don't exactly have right. Oh, hell yeah, that's exactly and right. a good one. Yeah. And if you do it well, um, and you service the people well, it can be that's the right. only the only thing that's right you know so like you probably could if you know if d done well transition completely to a content creation system where you don't even have a school that exists right. really and you're just creating content for people uh all the time now whether or not you want to right, do that exactly like, right but, but what's nice i mean what's nice about all this shit is you know like so i have a niche idea I live in Fresno. You know yeah, how many yeah. people are enlightened who, to the who, ideas of Aikido right, in right, Fresno? Right, right. So it's or like who else is going to come to Fresno? Right, like, exactly right. Right for people to for Fresno? this weird right. thing, you know. And so it's like um, I can reach an audience of people that are interested, you know, because you know maybe every town has ten people interested in, in in what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So so it's like I now have access to those ten people in each town, whereas before I would have had no access to them. You know, right? Or they to me. Yeah, I mean, I think what we're coming up against is that everything you do is a compro. Like, if you if you want to do something and make any amount of a living off of it, you are compromising. You know, so say you decide no content creation is not for me. You're still running your school here in Fresno, and you have to go. Well, whoever's here, whoever's the students that are come going to come to me, I do kind of have to market to them so that you can keep having students right. and keep having a school right. and you're going to do the same thing well, if you're on only, the internet and that only works if there's no pandemic happening <laughs> right. right that's you know? exactly like, I mean, right yeah that's exactly so right. so when that you know something right. like that happens and suddenly it's like well i i have no choice yeah but to go a different right a different route right. for it right because we definitely became i feel like content created in, in a much more serious fashion because of that's right, COVID. That's exactly right. I think a lot of people probably did that too. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing Maya's saying is really important, which is like if you have a really small pond, you have to like make a more broad product that might not agree with the things you're specifically interested in. You know, so if we're looking at art and you're like an abstract artist, it's like, well, you know, in a city of a hundred thousand, there's only maybe a hundred people who really like abstract art, you know, and then there's some more who will deal with it. And then, but if you put some structure in your abstractness right. or made up a good story about it, well, now you can get to, you know, 500 people, you know, and like, and if you actually just painted a tree, well, now you can get to a thousand people, you know what I mean? And right. so, and that's the trick. And so like, what's great about being able to get on the internet and produce it is like, go, 
there are just a few weirdos in the whole world who are into this. But I can make a living. Right. And those guys and me, we can just talk about the weird shit we want to talk about. I can you know? reach them directly. That's right. And they will give me enough to make to let me live. Right. Okay, so here's a question. So in a sort of niche area like like we're in here, um I in in right aikido 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 this is the interlude we do this for yeah. two minutes yeah we um, do this sometimes while we're just hanging out together for true. long it's periods true. of time if you haven't heard the aikido aikido, aikido. aikido. it's a real video yeah, it check it out fucking rocks it does rock. speaking aikido, of content aikido. creation dude yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, anyways all right let's that leaves rent free in my head <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in our little niche, obviously we're now not the only Aikido podcast. Do uh, we're not? Nope. Oh man, um, there's a lot actually now. I don't know what the hell happened, but uh, yeah, I looked the other day. Fuck you guys. Since... Fuck all those people trying to steal our juice. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. steal our. <laughs> wow. They saw how well we were doing. Oh yeah, I mean we're like, killing let's, it. We're let's killing get it. on that train. Uh, at least six hundred listens an episode. Yes. Come on, get on that train. <laughs> yeah, they say. money train. Yeah, one way ticket to success. Um, uh, no, I mean that is I don't, that I don't. is exactly what I was going to ask. Is like, do you think other content creators in our same niche are competition? Do you feel that they're competition, or no. do you feel that they're like co, uh, like a cohort peers? You yeah, know? no, I don't feel like competition at yeah. all because it's it's just like if you know, like it's not like anyone's tuning us out to tune someone right. else in, right? right. And also, you know? the way I feel about it, at least for my position as a content creator. I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Like, you know, right. like I, do. I mean, you know, it's not about the end result. Like I'm going to, even if, even if you could show me that like 20 people listened or however, whatever the number was, I wouldn't care. I would be like, yeah, yeah but are we having fun doing it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And cool. then also kind of like, you know, like, if, if you like another podcast more than this one, then it's like, cool. Listen yeah. to that. I don't have yeah. a problem with that. You know, like. I did. That's how I feel is like at least with the other podcasts that I've seen in this particular niche, like they're all meeting a slightly different need. Right. right. So, right. That, you I know, think that's right too. Like yeah. I feel like there's ones that are more interview, you know, oriented. And we're, well, while we've done interviews, I don't think that we're really. I think we've done three, two. Three, three, two, yeah. two or three. Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. We're Rokas, <laughs> Nick Hustedy, oh, and right. uh, uh, Lisa Klein. Lisa Klein. Yeah. And and so and while that was really fun to do, uh, like I don't think that's our, our that's, that's not, not our thing, and so that's just you know we can leave that to someone else to fill that fill niche, that, yeah, and right. and so I I don't really see those people as as you know competition, especially because it's like if someone else listens to that other Aikido podcast and maybe they they finish it and go what where's another one right, and right, then they right. find ours or vice versa, right. so I think Jared Wilson actually also. Did, I can't remember if we did one with him or he did one with us. I don't know. Yeah. But four. It's, it's been enough now. It's been over 200. So I feel like we're allowed to sort of forget some of them. Forget our, some of yeah. them. Yeah. Sorry if we forgot you. Yeah. There's if a, we um, did an interview and we can't Billy remember. Blanks, I'm sorry I forgot you right now. <laughs> no. That interview we did. I would remember if we You remember Billy Blanks? I would remember if Tybo. we did Billy Blanks. You know, there, I, uh, there I got were a really, lot of questions for Billy Blanks. When I was doing MMA, there was a really comfortable pair of Tybo gloves that I used to always oh, go yeah? for. Yeah, they were awesome. They fit my hands really good. Oh. And uh, I used to feel kind of dorky with these yeah, Tybo gloves. Like, yeah, because they said Tybo on them, you know, but they were good gloves. I liked them. <laughs> 
Oh, Tybo. Is that a brand or? Uh, so Tybo is this Sorry. thing that Billy. Sorry, educate me, please. Yeah, Billy yeah. Blanks was like a sport martial artist, a kickboxing guy, and um, he created this exercise system that was called Tybo, uh-huh. and um, he taught it on video, and it was really a joke. You know, like to everyone, kind of laughed at it because it was like. Are you trying to teach us Taekwondo? Or are you trying to teach us uh, boxing? boxing? Yeah, you trying to teach us aerobics? Yeah. What are you trying to teach us? And so it kind of it was sort of like uh, what's the Topsy what's, Tale? What's the just guy, like Topsy uh, Tale? Sweat to the oldies. Uh, oh, Richard Simmons. So it's like Richard Simmons, <laughs> but with martial arts. Got it. Right. Got yeah. it. You okay. followed along with the video, and and so they were, they sold these gloves that were real dorky, and they're really not very good gloves, but they fit my hands good. And oh. so uh, it used to be funny because I was like. Ah, Tybo I'll beat you up with the Tybo gloves. Right. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> we got off topic there. No, yeah. no. I mean, I think it's still. Re- it's. Just, but I mean, Billy Blanks, if you're listening right now, we <laughs> would love to do an interview with you. I would interview Billy Blanks. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm if kidding. you're friends with Billy Blanks, go ahead and reach out to him. I'm sure Tell he has something <laughs> interesting to, to say. We'll be an could interview you imagine, podcast. Could you imagine if we interviewed Billy Blanks? I wouldn't even know where to begin. I mean, this episode, that episode would just blow up. Oh, yeah. I mean, we would really be famous Speaking after that. Speaking from a oh, content yeah. creator. Oh, yeah. That's real if stuff. If we could I mean, put Billy Blanks in the title. At least put Billy Blanks in the title of this one. A thousand listeners on that episode. <laughs> just blow up. Yeah. This episode could be called Billy Blanks is not in this episode. Right. right yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then the next one will be titled Billy Blanks is in this episode. Yeah, Billy, <laughs> then, Billy then Blanks is in this, in this episode. episode. Yeah. I remember one of my instructors, um, one of my instructors, um, watching, it, yeah, it. watching a Tybo tape and then talking about how Billy Blanks was, talk, uh, was talking about body, um, uh, uh, body efficiency of motion, uh-huh. motion uh, incorrectly. And um, uh, I, now that I think about that, I'm like, Jesus, that was dorky. That was really dorky. Like, <laughs> Billy Blanks is clearly just trying to get some people to buy his fucking tape. And right. And his not, audience is yeah. not your yeah. audience, dude. Yeah. 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 I love it. Um, okay. Where are we? What's our time? 50 minutes. Okay. Oh, we're really? Pushing, we're pushing oh, yeah, up. Man, we, just, we flew through Whoa. this one. We well, flew through um, this. I mean, I'm totally good with, with where we stand on this. I think we, you know. I mean, uh, I... It, it's such a complicated conversation, and I really feel like, I mean, it is what it is, <laughs> which is sort of a silly thing to say, but, like, I mean, I don't want to come out of this, like, content creators are bad, no, or content I creators mean, are good. Well, I mean, we are like, content creators, and I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just a generic term, and, yeah. you know. Totally. You, you I think use it's your power that, for good or evil. Right. I, that's exactly it. I mean, I think it's wherever you, you, you come at it with, and whatever you're looking to get out of it also you know, because it's like, I feel like we're creating content for a very specific reason. And that is uh, to to help inform people and to grow the the community and to kind of further our um, our vision of what this thing is. That's different than creating content so that we have a bunch of patrons or creating content because, right. you know, we kind of need it to keep the place open or whatever else right, that right. it might be right so um i think you know it kind of gets back like a lot of the stuff we talk it's the intent of it like where right. where are you coming at it from and i don't think there's really any necessarily good or bad like whatever um i do see some things sometimes and i question like is that really yeah really where you need to be going with this but you know I mean, I think that good on him for doing it. That spectrum that I talked about from like 
you do things purely for your own reasons versus you an things, audience of one right or you do things completely for your audience and not at all for yourself right and everywhere in between like content creators where while people use it as a oh you're just doing it for your for your audience i think content creators fall everywhere on that spectrum yeah, for sure and I, at least for us i i feel like depending on the thing there are certain things that we are w- totally willing to get feedback from our our listeners and from the people that that you know join us because we want to make it a better experience for them like you know we have one listener who always like writes in like hey there's a weird buzz can you fix it or hey you uploaded right, the podcast right, twice right. and like <laughs> we, which has happened too many times sorry <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate that because it's like well i mean we do want to make it listenable yeah, to you good looking out yeah and so like we do want that kind of feedback where it's like we're, we are trying to make it so that you can join us in the fun that we're trying to have. I, I think it was the last episode I had uh, talked about uh, Hanzo's Razor. I didn't know the name at the time. And I was like, oh, there's this movie about the samurai who's <laughs> no, well endowed. And and then I got like three uh, emails that were like, hey, it's Hanzo's Razor. Hey, that's uh, great. Hanzo I the love Razor. That. <laughs> See, that's what we need. People yeah. looking out for us. Right. Yeah. And then there's other things that like people have been like, you swear too much. And we're like, well, no, yeah. don't listen then. Because don't listen. Quit with the mouth sounds. And then Maya's like, we got to stop going to Denny's. And I'm yeah. like, but I like going but to Denny's. But I love, yeah. yeah. I think Cursing, our character lost a little, cur- little character and, when we quit going yeah, to Denny's. Yeah, it's true. Cursing and Denny's, those are our thing. Yeah. 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 Well, love- the cursings is never going to disappear. The curse. I can't help it. You know what's funny? When we when we do the podcast, I don't think I cursed at all. I curse less. I and then like. when I edit it, oh. I'm like, oh, Jesus. We said a lot of really horrible I words. Do, well, I do think that we've kind of cursed less over time. Yeah. Like, I think that. I don't know. I f- it feels that way. I don't necessarily think. No, that's you true. You at least drop four f bombs. No, show. but that's what I'm saying. Is like I I don't like collectively i right. feel like we curse less than we used to but i do sort of find at least notice myself cursing a lot i'm like damn do i curse the most on this podcast i, I believe you do i think so really huh. I, I think so i have no well, idea well, I'll, I'll, he always gives me the eyes when i'll I'm try like, to count it next time <laughs> yeah we'll yeah see. we should take a tally yeah. and see who curses the most a little on the podcast. ding ding every time you curse <laughs> ding ding yeah. oh hey, there, there. Anyway. <laughs> there was a bad one all um, right well let's let's just go ahead and thank our patrons Speaking of content creation. That's and, right. You know, yeah. That's right. You know, Patreon's something like, not to keep it going, but uh, Patreon's something that I personally really love oh, it's because great. it's really, like they take a small fee from me and then like I do whatever the fuck I right. want. And like if you like it, you like it. And if you don't like it's it, great. you don't like it. And there's it. several different ways. So I uh, actually have a newsletter uh, that I do on Substack, which is another one of these kind of content creation. It's a newsletter uh, creation thing. And it's great that there are these uh, – sort of companies that that create the template for you and make it easy for you to do the thing right um that's because you definitely could go out on your own and sort of solicit in the same way and blah blah blah, sure. blah whatever um but it's a lot of work and it's very difficult so to it's have hard to get people to look at it right so if you have something like patreon where people know they can go there and they can kind of trust the whole thing and yeah it's, yeah and, and so, that's another thing it's scary to give your card to just some dude yeah, on his website right, whereas like right. patreon's like all right they'll give me my money back if this dude's a shyster. so i feel like all of it i mean it's great i i think it's a great uh a great thing you're laughing what? Oh, there's some good new names. Oh, you I, cheat and look ahead. I, think I it's well, cheating. okay, yeah, it probably is. But I think it's 
my distinct pleasure to get to read these okay, Patreon. Okay. All, right. All right. That's good. Right. It's my distinct pleasure because I get to look at them because I, I, I just opened it and was glancing and... I don't know if other people do this. I love this little banter it's we my have part, with our patrons. It's, it's my, very yeah, fun. It's my favorite part. Maybe no one else loves it. If you don't love it, uh, let us know. Well, then just stop listening right yeah, now. Just turn it off because we're going to do it anyway. It's my favorite part. Go. All right. Uh, thank you so much to Logan Balls to Bones Heinrichs. I love, I love Balls, Adam, Balls to Bones. Man. Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth, Jackie Champagne. Jackie oh, Champagne. Uh, hot. Yeah. I would date Jackie Champagne. Yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I totally Man would or woman. Man or oh, woman, yeah, do for it. Sure. Yeah, Jackie Champagne, yeah. like, ooh. Gender fluid. Yep. The, Jackie Champagne is a great goddamn I Jackie would Champagne's feel so, hot. It's hot as fuck. So, I would feel so good, like, going out in public with Jackie Champagne and being like, this is my girlfriend, boyfriend, person. Yeah. Jackie this is Champagne. my person. This, this is my, my person. person. Jackie Champagne. You should uh, take out a little. Uh, maybe. Um, is uh, your, something in the newspaper. Is your name Jackie Champagne? <laughs> Will you date me? Will you date me? <laughs> Right. Do you like karate? <laughs> and is your name Jackie Champagne? <laughs> oh, oh. That's fucking great. Um, how much for the tier that includes Josh's weekly shape up or sexy class? What? I have no idea what that means. But oh, there's like a tier of yeah, like, Josh's like what's, sexy what, warm up class. How much class? they gotta pay for Josh's sexy warm up? What class? does that include? Like more, a calendar from Josh, more, or Josh like shirtless doing more than you have money. <laughs> That's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm high priced. I am. What is that? Like, you can't afford this. No, like you know, like I think what we were just talking about is like, like you know, shirtless saucy yeah. like, Josh. You know, well, like the warm up. You know, like warm up tapes. Yeah. Like okay, okay. You know, all right, here's, all right, here's all right, your, all right. you know, Josh. That might be. A, I know. Uh, this might be a new, yeah, uh, might be a new avenue for you. Yeah. Speaking of content creators, that's right. Start your OnlyFans. My, oh <laughs> shit. Are there dudes on OnlyFans? Oh yeah, man. That, yeah, oh yeah. Like, I, well, I don't know. I don't yeah. know shit about it. But. I, I've, I've there heard. has to be. Yeah. There has to be. Uh, Brad V. Yero Madrona. I'm Mori Hayueshiba, and I approve this message. Of course, he does. Brooke Ferragamo. Okay. Oh man. Okay, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this accent. <sighs> There's an accent. Is yeah. Tommy Siv? Who comes next? I don't know. Uh. Well, we'll know the name. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh. So. Can't do this. Uh, there is no opposition in knife fight. Oh, I can't do it. That sucks. Uh, it says Maya in your best exa- exasperated Tom Hanks voice. Say there is no opposition in knife fighting. Thanks, Ben. And oh, Ben's Ben. Yeah, Aldridge. Ben Aldridge. Which thank you, and in I love you. Best. And That's also, hot. yeah, I wish there is in no opposition in knife fighting. No, I can't I, do Tom yeah, Hanks. He, yeah. He's kind of got like this, like like. No, like I sort of nasally, yeah, like sort of East Coasty, yeah, yeah. East, yeah, Bostony, I, and I, you know, we're gonna need to have Ben call in, yeah, uh, yeah. And we'll give us a recording, please, give us yeah. a, because man, yeah. no opposition knife fighting. That's also that's a hot T-shirt, it is. by the way. I'd wear that. That's good, dude. Can we make a shirt that says that? Because I would wear the fuck we out of that shirt. We could do a lot yeah. of things, Maya. There's no opposition knife fighting. Yeah, well, we could do. But like, <laughs> even just like a like a plain black shirt with there is no opposition knife fighting. Period. Like yeah. just just yeah, it's hot. It's like, hot as fuck. Like that might be one font. of our uh, one of our IQ discuss t shirts if we okay. ever made any. I love that. That would be much easier than trying to get a someone to yeah. do a picture. We do have that. We we have a drawing now. Yeah, but, I know. Oh, it's I but it see the problem is that drawing came at Josh's last phase. Where oh, he yeah. was I like a Mao Zedong hat yeah. and uh, and uh, you know uh, short hair, and so now we got long hair, Josh. Now long hair, it's a whole no different... no hat. So <laughs> we'll have to think about it. 
We were talking before this um, about uh, uh, making a vampire spoof and uh, like just joking around about that. And I was like, well, if anyone could do interview with a vampire, it's Josh true. has got the it's like true. curly, beautiful sort of hair. Put yeah. In the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, our Lestat. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And our Brad Pitt. Both. Yeah. Play both roles. Yeah. yeah. And you could probably play the little girl too. Yeah. All yeah. three. Yeah, the little girl. Perfect. She's got locks. Yeah, yeah. Can't even just cut them off. You every, crying, trying to cut your hair off. Interview Perfect. with a ram- vampire where every role is Edge Josh. Me. That's hot. I, I would watch that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, uh, Constantinos Andrew, Fran. Sometimes I pay attention. Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. I'm so sorry, Ben, that I I couldn't do a better Tom That's Hanks, right. dude. Fucking Castaway was like one of my favorite movies as a child. And, and I had you a flop. Like, you, you you dropped the ball right now. I had you dropped the Wilson, if you will. I know, right. I know. I had like a fourth grade sleepover, and we watched Castaway, which I think is hilarious. That is like what cool. a weird. <laughs> I was You're like a weird kid. Yeah, I was like, hey friends, let's watch this let's really watch serious Castaway. kind of sad movie. <laughs> Where the dude wants to kill himself at one point, like oh, and the volleyball saves him. It was I was like, yes, and he's it's got a great that movie. Swiss Army knife. That's yeah, man. yeah, man. What good. is our movie? What is our tip of the week for this week? What do you think? Oh man, I I was feeling so in the moment. I I have not thought of anything unusual. I uh, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you got no tips. Josh, you always it kind of has to be unrelated because you know i know i was thinking well i mean everything related to contact i feel like that's that's very heady right you right, know right. non um like, i'm not going to give you a tip about it, your content you know i'm yeah. not going to be like hey dude use a better angle camera <laughs> i don't know what he <laughs> i wish i had some good content you know like you need to up your color grading man right or whatever uh uh no filters i don't know whatever um let but let's think about a real tip for people like in their in their training uh if they're getting out in their their training now they're getting back into the thing i mean this is something that chris has been trying to get us to do a little bit more which is to talk less and show more which i think is at least for our sort of group yeah. of people a kind of some in regular class yeah right instead of telling showing yeah and it's easy to tell and show, but maybe to, you know, provide a kind of ukemi that allows someone to kind of self-correct the mistakes mm-hmm. they make rather than saying, hey, you're doing this wrong. So because they'll, like, right. they'll get it better. So I think there's a, flip, there's a flip side of that, too. So look at what you do personally in your school uh-huh. yeah, and then work good. in the other. Because I think that's, a lot right, of right, schools, right. that's a better tip. I yes. think a lot of schools only do the one. Like, I think there's a lot of schools where they're not talking – they're just running through the material. They're doing the material, blah, blah, blah. And I think there's some opportunity for those people possibly. To have a conversation. To, to have a conversation. To, to kind of feel like yeah. within the realm of like what's acceptable at your school. So don't. It's don't funny. Do I really feel like last night during class. <laughs> no one on the podcast cares about this. But so basically I've just been doing this thing where lately I'm like, you know, at our school we're real chatty. We because the, um, it's like, you know, like. we're real chatty. Yeah, we'll talk about all the little shit. And so, so like that happens a lot. And it, recently I've been like. Hey, look, there is more to learning Aikido than like intellectually talking about it. So you need to start showing it with your body. And and I think there's a lot of cool things with that. But it's funny because like last night we had a really technical class and and some newer people who could have benefited from it, some intellectual information. Right. And so it's really hard 
to not get that across with the intellectual stuff. And I was like, that's why I switched to this style of teaching. That's very correct. Because it's like for stuff like this, it's better to talk more. Um, But you got to have both. So, yeah. So kind of get a feeling for what you're doing. And and if you are one of the – do have a lot of conversation, blah, blah, blah. See if you can't figure out a way to – uh, get that across in a in a different way using you can be using you know whatever and vice versa. If you're only doing that, can you have a conversation about what's happening and and how things are feeling? Um, and again, within the context of your you know, don't talk on the mat if that's not cool in your class. Yeah. You can take it, it off with the a mat shinai, or, or so. There it is. All right, is it is that it? Did we do it, I guys? Think we did it. Yeah. We, I think made we did it. We're at an it. hour and four minutes now. That's, so we that's really did too it. Long. We really did it. No one's gonna listen. Someone to finished that. their commute already, and they're sitting in their car like, God <laughs> "Damn it, finish! Just, just be done." Just My be OCD done. won't let me turn it off. Shut just the, finish. Yeah, Shut I'm still thinking up, about. <laughs> and so I'm still thinking about Tom Hanks saying that there's no. <laughs> You'll get it next time. Next time, dude. Tom Hanks would say that really well. I know. I I just looked up Tom Hanks voice simulator. Okay, I'm working on it. so I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll start the podcast with that next time. Yeah, yeah. We also have to set our uh, Jackie Champagne yeah, yeah. episode. Jackie Champagne. Jackie Champagne. Yeah. You mean my girlfriend, Jackie Champagne? <laughs> my, your my, friend. My friend, my, your, my your boyfriend, they. my person. Yeah, your Jackie person. Champagne. There you go, your person, Jackie Champagne. <laughs> I love that. All right. All right. That, we're done. <laughs>